What is good, everybody? Welcome back into Pinpointed. We are back on a little episode here. Busy week for the kid. We're talking the NFL draft. My predictions, trades, rumors. Let's go. Follow us, Pinpointed. Insta, YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Music. That is where you'll find all our content. But first, I want to give a special shout out and put this podcast in memory of Big G, my grandpa. We all love you, and we will always be thinking of you in our hearts. But on a lighter note, let us move on to the NFL draft. That is tonight, April 28th, Thursday, 2022. Being deemed as the craziest draft in the past 30 years by NFL experts, previous NFL GMs, reporters all around the world. Incredible stuff happening tonight. My reaction, my predictions, rumors, trades. Here we go. I'm going to give you my top 10 picks, what I think might happen later in the draft. Let us jump in with the first pick. I got to cue in the uh, I got to cue in the little music that and with the first pick, we got the Jags up first. They're taking Trayvon Walker. Now, this is very interesting stuff here because Trayvon Walker was initially not the dude thought to be the number one pick. He is realistically the player with the highest ceiling in the entire draft. If he pans out, he could be an elite, and I mean an elite, stud at defensive end. But the issue is his floor is a lot lower than other players, especially like Aiden Hutchinson. So if you're talking the first round pick, first overall pick, and you're gonna risk it with a high slash low floor slash ceiling player, that's tough. So this is something similar. A lot of people are uh, relating this to Alden Smith years ago. He was a beast out of college. The traits, the athleticism, the length was unreal, but he didn't pan out. And But you know who did? You know the players that came after him? J.J. Watt and Cam Jordan. 10 to 15 year studs, potential Hall of Famers, at least for J.J. Watt. And so this is kind of the thing where we're looking at here like, okay, is this going to be something like this again? They're going to pick Kayvon Walk, Trevon Walker, but you had Aiden Hutchinson right there the whole way. And Aiden Hutchinson is probably one of the best, the best player in the draft, most consistent production for, through a couple of years with Michigan, so good. 13 sacks last year, most in his conference. Incredible stuff. So I got him going all Lions, number two. The Lions will gladly take him if he is there. Texans at number three. This one's kind of difficult because we don't really know who's going to go here. Offensive lineman is most likely. Evan Neal, his name has been out there, but I think they're going to go Iki Aquano here. And... um. Iki Aquano is pretty good, probably ranked number one from NC State, 6'4", 310 pounds, sophomore. He's been ranked number one in some draft um, as an offensive lineman, some number two behind Neal and Cross, Charles Cross, but they like him there. I think he will go to the Texans, and we go to number four. A lot of people think the Jets will go corner here, and there's a lot of buzz that Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati, 6'3", 190 pounds. The first overall corner taken. I think he'll go there. 
and I think the Jets need to revitalize their defense a little bit. They gave up the most touched or bottom five and touchdowns. They need to figure it out defensively. Getting a huge corner, number one corner in the draft potentially would be a massive boost for them. We go to number five. First of two, just like the Jets, the Giants. Now, this is interesting here. The Giants also have number seven. So if they... If they like Evan Neal and Charles Cross, they need an offensive lineman without a doubt. One of these two picks will be offensive lineman. 100%. I can put money on that. That's their number one need. They may go here in the fifth with somebody else like a Thibodeau, like a Derek Derek Stinley, potentially a Jermaine Johnson, maybe even a receiver. Receiver is a little too high. Maybe they trade out. But I'm going to stick to them going to taking an offensive lineman, the guy they want, not waiting for that for a, some guy to drop potentially to the seventh spot. I think they take Evan Neal here, the, potentially the second best lineman, 6'7", 337 pounds, the biggest guy from Bama. Some people say he is a slow mover with his feet, but I think that's something you can work on, especially he is just somebody that's tough to get around or at least get through as a huge offensive lineman. I'll take him there. Panthers now, a lot of rumors that the Panthers will trade out here. Three to four teams want in. But the Panthers don't want to go outside the top 10, which I don't blame them. One team that's interested is in the Vikings. They could trade up here and potentially grab a corner because their defense has been awful in the back. And there's this kid named Derek Stinley who is an incredible athlete, had a massive, massive combine, incredibly good. The issue is he's kind of gotten worse production-wise the past couple of years. If he had the best, he had his best year freshman year, if he had that year this year, he would probably be a top three pick no matter what. But I'm going to just go through the 10 here that I think I'll stick with them, no trades, and then I'll kind of give you where the trades might go. So here I think the Vikings could move up, but let's stick with the Panthers here. I think the Panthers will take Thibodeau. They've been known to have a big defensive personality up front, Luke Keekley and others on the defensive line. I think they'll stick with that. I think they'll take Thibodeau. Um, a lot of people say he might go top five, but there are a lot of he might slide, honestly. I'll take him to the Panthers at five. Giants here with the seventh. They'll take Stingley, a corner. They could take Jermaine Johnson here, D-end if they'd like. Stingley is just raw potential, is through the roof. His ceiling is incredible. I think they need a corner to help out with the defense especially with Cowboys, a really good offense, and potentially Eagles getting some more offensive help. I'll take Stinley there at number seven, the Falcons. Now, this is also interesting. Someone like the Falcons could trade out here easily. Ton of options. Philly could go in there and take a receiver like uh, a lot of people love Williams from Bama. He got that torn ACL, though, which is why he might slide. There's Drake London. There's Wilson as well. I think... If the Falcons keep this pick, they'll take Jermaine Johnson, the D-end. They could take a receiver here. They're definitely not going to take Willis, a quarterback. I think they're going to wait a year for a quarterback. No need to draft Willis. You're going to be terrible next year. You'll have a great pick for the quarterbacks in the next draft who are much more talented anyway. You could draft a receiver to pair him with Ridley coming back the per- next year for 2024. 2023-2024. 
Um, I think they'll go D defense defense here. Jermaine Johnson will take that. All right, we go to eight. The Seahawks. This one's very questionable. Who knows what the hell they're going to do? Um, I could see offensive line. I uh, for me, Evan Neal's already gone. For me, uh, Equano's already gone as well. So here I'll take uh, Charles Cross. Charles Cross, 6'5", 307 pounds. A ton of buzz about him being a top two uh, offensive lineman. Really good talent. Seahawks need offensive line help anyway. They don't have the quarterback for the future. This could really shore up their offensive line. I know they love to go defense. I bet they would love to go corner here and round out their they're really good at safety, round out their corner position, and that and their backfield at the end would be extremely strong. I'm not sure, though, if a corner will slide. And we go to number 10. Now this is where it could get really interesting because the Jets are rumored to be in the hunt with the 49ers for Debo. Debo wants a huge contract, 49ers unwilling to pay, and I don't blame them. The wide receiver freaking market is booming. And it's difficult to pay a wide receiver 20 to 5 to $30 million when, you know, you have a cap-struck league, a salary cap, and you need other positions. I mean, you're already going to pay a quarterback a ton of money. Paying another receiver $30 million is a problem. So if the Jets keep this pick, I see them going Drake London or Wilson or potentially Williams from Bama, a receiver. They need one. If they trade out, I could easily see 49ers coming in, them shipping Debo to the Jets, and they get this pick and potentially a second or third or a fourth rounder in this year's or next year's draft, and the 49ers would select Garrett Wilson most likely. He's been the favorite wide receiver in this entire class by some Great route running skills, good over-the-top catching ability, and that rounds out my top 10. Two, three trades. Vikings could trade up with the Panthers. I see Philly potentially trading up to grab a, a nab of receiver. I see the Niners potentially trading up if they can't sign Debo. It's still unlikely they heard the Giants, I mean the Jets are the only team potentially left in that market for Debo Samuel. I still don't think that'll happen, so I think the Jets will draft a QB. Now, let's go to the back end of the draft here quickly. A lot of guys I like. Trent McDuffie, a corner. He potentially could slide mid-round. Really good corner. Under, um, underrated. Short, 5'11", which is the problem, but good speed and good overall coverage from college. There's also Kyle Hamilton, the best safety. He could fall to the middle of the round. Jordan Davis, the best defensive lineman, 6'6", 340 pounds. Whatever team drafts him is going to be set on the defensive line to stop the run and potentially get on the pass rusher. Another team to look out for, Steelers and Saints to trade out for QB. Now, the Steelers like Willis. If Willis drops out of the top 10, which is possible, expect the Steelers or the Saints to trade in. Let's say the Steelers trade into the top 15, Draft Willis. I could see the Saints going into the top 20, 25 and nabbing, um, uh, nabbing the second quarterback. Oh my God, his name is is uh, fleeting me. Not Sam Howell, but oh my God, what's his name? Somebody. I forget his name. Oh my goodness. The Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. There we go. There, Kenny Pickett. I see the Saints potentially going to him. 
And then let's talk about the Patriots. A big Pats fan here and a lot of listeners a Boston, from the Boston and New England area. Patriots are number 21. A lot of news that weekend. We don't know what the Patriots are going to do. A couple options here. Devin Lloyd, one of the top linebackers. If he slides to 21, very possible. He would be a great pick. I would love for the Patriots to trade up and nab Jordan Davis. The issue is, if I'm the Ravens at 14, I would pick Jordan Davis. So you have to jump them, which would be very difficult. Kyle Hamilton, a safety. They already have pretty good safeties in McCourty and Duggar. So they might not need him, but he's an excellent safety. Potential trade-up opportunity there. Trent McDuffie falls. Corner, huge. There is um, two linebackers that the Patriots could think of. And the other potential is Booth, corner. Some people say he might slide out of the top 10, out of the first round. There's Booth and um, Kyle, Kyler Gordon, two potential decent corners along with McDuffie, and the Patriots need corner. That's their biggest thing. So if I'm the Patriots, my biggest thing will be corner or linebacker, Lloyd or potentially Gordon or McDuffie. And... Like I said, other good, a ton of great receivers in this draft. Traylon Burks, number uh, in the top three. Chris Olave could fall out of the top 20. And I know the Green Bay Packers might trade into the top 15. They have the pick number 22 and 28. They might just pick a receiver at 22. Oh my gosh, a ton of stuff here. Like I said, so much to think of. I don't know what's going to happen. There's really five good receivers. There's Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Williams. There is Chris Olave, and there's Traylon Burks. Holy cow, five receivers that could potentially go in the top 20. That is how big the receivers now are being in this market. And for teams, being able to pair a quarterback with a top receiver is huge. That are my Those are my predictions. Top 10 picks given to you. Three potential trade candidates. Look out for potentially the Jets with the 49ers. And let's hope the Patriots don't trade back for freaking the 20th year in a row. Once again, thank you guys for listening. That is Pinpointed, where we're looking at all your favorite sports every week. Give you little updates. Check us out on Spotify and Apple Music, where this podcast will be posted. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Later.